0: Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight-talking, no-fluff, business and high-performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work, and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit-rich, efficient, and allows you to generate real, tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelming and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. The toughest part of setting a revenue goal is knowing where to start. It's normal to be confused about this goal. After all, how many of us actually got a finance degree at the same time as starting a business? Mm, probably none of us, like a big goose egg. And if you weren't taught how to do something and then you combine that with the internet marketing world telling you what you should want for your business, well, it can start to feel like a game of Monopoly. Instead of having a revenue goal, you operate on luck, a roll of the dice, and simply hope you bring in enough, which would explain... Why 83% of small business owners are living paycheck to paycheck. It would also explain why business owners feel like they are working way too hard for what they actually take home. This free calculator is simple and easy to use. Here's what Alexis had to say about it. It was helpful to compare my current reality and needs with my dream needs and to see concrete numbers laid out in front of me. Seeing the numbers in front of me made my goal seem more attainable and not so overwhelming. I want you to head on over to revolution.com forward slash revenue and grab your revenue calculator today. Hey, hey there, bold leaders. It's Tara Newman, and we are back with another episode of the Bold Money Revolution. And today, I am going to very transparently take you behind the scenes and share how I manage my money in less than an hour a month. The purpose for sharing this process is to give you an example of how implementing Profit First can save you a ton of time and energy in ways you might not have realized. Additionally, whenever I chat with women business owners, the thing that always jams them up is time. How long will this take? How much time do I need to dedicate to the Bold Profit Academy? When will I get X, Y, or Z task done? Right, We're we're time starved, or we experience a scarcity of time. And so many service providers are balancing, and I say balancing, I don't like the word balance, but balancing all of the parts of their business from selling to delivering. And what I find is most of their time is spent over-delivering, over-worrying, over-stressing, and undercharging, creating feelings of resentment, anger, and burnout that spill into other places, especially your personal life. And we want to create businesses that allow us to have a level of financial freedom and independence and personal freedom. We don't want our business robbing us of our personal freedom or else there's really no point in having the business. I listen to women talk all the time and yes, financial freedom is important to them, but a lot of the reasons why they left their job or decided to be a freelancer or decided to grow their business was for the personal freedom, right? And so it's hard when that financial pressure starts to really impinge on those personal freedoms. So I'm all about maximizing your effort and saving you time without sacrificing revenue or the things that matter most to you. What I'm sharing today is kind of a set-it-and-forget-it system for managing your money during the month. It's critical, like business hygiene, like brushing your teeth. But I don't completely believe in set-it-and-forget-it when it comes to your personal and business finances. So I do want to be careful around how I talk about this. And before I share with you how I manage my money in less than an hour a month, I want to give you some helpful nuance. I think it's important to build a deep and intimate relationship with our money. In the beginning, that will require you to pay more attention, to get curious, to be brave, and really document by writing down your feelings, fears, and worries about your finances, both personally and professionally. We want to be able to get that out of our heads and see it in front of us so we can do something about it. When it lives in our heads, it, it's not tangible. It just kind of cycles, and there's really it's very hard to, to address and really look at and get curious about. When I was new to managing my own money on my own, uh, without my husband, was when I started my business. This was a huge step for me toward my financial freedom and independence. After years of letting my husband manage our personal finances with little input and direction from me, to be honest, I'm not sure I really cared. As long as bills were were getting paid, right? I like clearly did not have. I clearly had a different mindset, and there was nothing good or bad or right or wrong about that mindset. It was just different. But I know. I knew I had to figure out how to navigate my business finances. I was There was no way I was letting my husband touch my business finances. This was not going to be good or healthy for us. I'm running a business. I'm in control. I'm in command. I'm the owner of this business. That is my responsibility. And I did not want any input from my husband. Now, In my case, input from my husband is actually helpful, and he does input into my business. I joke around and say our dinners are like mastermind meetings because he runs his own business. But a lot of women are running businesses, and their partners are employed by somebody, and they get a paycheck. That is a very, very different financial responsibility and um, frame, a lens to look through. And I do find, I love your husbands. This is so not against your husbands. But I do find that when women are allowing their husbands who don't own businesses into their finances and they don't understand what business finance means and what it means to take on risk and what it means to be in a high stakes environment and what it means to have to invest in your business, things get really tricky and sticky, and we are going to be talking about you know, how to have some of these conversations with your partner, with your spouse. But I really do want to give women a bit of caution around allowing their spouses to input into their businesses if they've never run a business before. It's a different way of thinking. It's a different frame. It's a different lens. So I hope that you can relate to some of what I'm sharing. And I, I want to also share that I had a lot of big feelings about managing my money, The first being that I felt terrible about myself every time I opened up my banking app. Whatever amount of money was in there hardly ever seemed like enough, and it was like a thousand daggers piercing my soul every time I peeped the numbers. So I did what anyone would do, and avoided my bank accounts, and tried not to think about money. I talk about this all the time, and I think I'm just gonna do a whole podcast episode on this soon, around how being a business owner Is actually goes against default human psychology. You have to reprogram your defaults when you are a business owner. And so while most people will avoid uncomfortable things because human psychology wants you to be comfortable, we don't get that luxury as business owners. So setting Any kind of money goal, when you're avoiding your money and not looking at it, can be challenging because you feel activated around your money. And this just doesn't work. What gets measured gets improved. How would I know what to measure if I didn't set a goal, if I didn't look at my numbers? So I did something super uncomfortable and decided to look at my bank accounts every day until I was no longer activated by it. And I made it as pleasant as possible by turning it into a ritual that I could sort of enjoy. I committed to being present however I felt and writing it down on paper so it didn't live within me and I could kind of release that. What I've come to know to be true is as long as we continue to make money mean something about ourselves, our worthiness, and our identity, we struggle to achieve the financial freedom that we desire. So, flash forward eight years and I'm still looking at my money pretty regularly depending on what my goals or experiments are. So I like to experiment with money to see what works and what lessons I can learn. And my current experiment, it's one I revisit frequently, is to keep a spending journal. Where do I spend my money? Does it align with my thrive list? Am I utilizing what I'm spending my money on? How do I feel when I spend my money on this item? And so that's, you know, I am in my accounts every day now because I've got this experiment going on, but it's great to have a system in place that allows you to get the larger pieces automated so you can actually do the more strategic and intentional experiments with your money. This has to come first. So that's why I want to share with you how I manage my business finances in less than an hour a month. So that I could go do these things and go go deeper with my money and set deeper goals and more meaningful goals that impact my financial freedom and my financial independence instead of ignoring my money, which absolutely will not lead you to financial freedom or independence. So I'm going to give you a couple steps here. Step one. Hire a bookkeeper to do your monthly transactions. Now, in the beginning, I did this myself. I felt like it was important to understand how my money flowed, how it tracked. I absolutely hate this. I'd rather stick pins in my eyes. But, you know, I, I think it's important to understand it, sort of, but then really get a great bookkeeper for a few hours a month and use the time you spend on your. Um, Use that time that you're spending on your money differently. So ask your accountant if they can add that service on, or if you need help finding an accountant or a bookkeeper to support you, please DM me on Instagram. I'm at the Tara Newman. I have a number of colleagues who I trust to do this work. If you are a bookkeeper and would like to be referred by me, please reach out as well. I would love to start building that relationship and network with you. You know, I think it's really important that we are still building these networks where we refer people through word of mouth, especially now as technology becomes even more disruptive. But my business has primarily been built on networking and word of mouth and referral and all those good things. So don't discount that in the age of technology. So make sure you're really having relationships with people and and keeping those and building them. So if you're a bookkeeper, please feel free to reach out and say, hey and start that relationship. I need to know you, obviously, before I refer you. Uh, Step two, you want to implement profit first. Because when you implement profit first, you learn how to allocate your money or transfer your money on a regular and consistent basis. And that's really where some of this time savings comes in. Now, in profit first, they teach you to transfer your money Typically, twice a month, which has its challenges when you first start to implement Profit First. Personally, when I would get anxious about money, I would just move it around a lot. I would, you know, that was my way of dealing with my anxiety. Profit First has really helped me navigate any money worry because, listen, money worry is taxing. That's where you're spending a lot of your time and energy is in this state of worry or anxiety. So, you know, it helped me navigate my money worry it actually calmed my nervous system so now i can make transfers only once a month and this is where i save some time and i'm going to talk a little bit more about this in detail so think about that that mental energy that this one shift has saved me and what it would be like for you to free up the mental load around this as well and in order to make these allocations even more simple and mentally seamless we have a monthly allocation calculator in the bold profit academy to take all the math out of making your profit first allocations and transfers work for you. This is one of my favorite calculators. We're actually going to be expanding upon it. We have big, big goals for this calculator. So um, if you want it, you know, obviously join us in the Bold Profit Academy. But step three, I put all my monthly expenses on a credit card and i have like my recurring payments with most of my contractors on my team who are on retainer to ensure that they're paid timely and then i i pay that credit card in full every month and i know that people might be some of you might be gasping who have your issues is around credit card use many women have fear around using credit cards because they have been demonized or in the past you might have been you've used them maybe not so intentionally, maybe you have some shame or fear around using credit cards, but when used strategically, it can save you time and maybe even some money. So putting everything on a credit card and paying it off once a month is a huge time savings, And then I make sure to use a reward-based credit card so I can use the points in other ways. You can use reward points for lots of things, for like cash back or travel or Amazon purchases. My husband uses this strategy as well for his business expenses. And his reward points we put toward travel. And then my reward points go to our monthly Amazon purchases. So for example, this month, I didn't pay anything for school supplies, deodorant, or any other consumables that we used this month. Uh, personally, I like actual books, not Kindle books. I like to put my hands on a book and mark it up and read it multiple times. And if it's not every book, but but some books like in the areas that I really like to read about. So like any kind of real money book or business book, I do like to buy. So I use my my Amazon points for this as well. Next step. On the first of the month, I have automated transfers that go to different accounts. So we also teach this in the Bold Profit Academy that when you pay yourself that that money has a purpose and it gets allocated to different accounts maybe a retirement account maybe a personal savings account maybe a personal checking account I have accounts set up for my kids and my pets so that anytime my kids Need something, ask for something, and I say yes, it comes out of an account that I've already put money aside for them. If my, something happens with a pet and they need to go to the vet, I already have that money saved aside. These are very advanced profit first strategies, but this is what your future can look like for you when you implement profit first. And then these things get automated in, you know, these transfers get automated. I don't even think about it, they're already being put aside. The next step is I complete what we call a bold money memo, and memo stands for month end money optimizer, which reflects gets you to reflect on your revenue, on new sales, on where you spent your money, on where you saved money, on how you feel about the money that you've spent. Uh, We get you to reflect on what happened that month. Like, was there a significant event that happened? So, you know, for me, for the last two and a half months, my mom has been in a rehab facility because she had major back surgery. And so I'm making a note of that to see if that affects my income at all. Does that cause some destabilizing in my income? And then if it did, what would I do about that so that doesn't happen happen again? So this is just another resource we use inside the Bold Profit Academy to help women develop their money management skills and develop a deeper relationship with their finances. So if you're looking to create a simple system that allows you to manage your money with ease so you can focus on more strategic financial goals, then I want you to join us in the Bold Profit Academy. And you would do that by going to com forward slash academy. And there are a number of ways that you can join us. If you're listening to this and you're like, Tara, I'm in, just go to the the website and, and join us. If you have questions, you can also book a call with me. If you do not see a time on my calendar that works for you, let me know. I will find a time where we can talk about whatever questions or hesitations you have in joining the Bold Profit Academy because I am very committed to hands-on helping a 1,000 women through this program. Right? So hands-on helping means that I am in the program. I hold coaching calls. I am commenting on people's posts inside of our community. The trainings that we have in the library have been created by and delivered by me. You know, I want to roll up my sleeves, and I want to get to know you, and I want to get into your business with you. That is what I do best, and that is what we are doing in the Bold Profit Academy. So think about what you want to accomplish with your money in the next three months to set you up for a breakthrough in 2022, because January is upon us, and how we spend our time now really matters. So whether you need to clear some debt, set some goals, save time or all three, this is how we can support you in the Bold Profit Academy to take you from fearful around money to a financial powerhouse. If you found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind.